0: Hi, superstars. Welcome to the Awesome Overflow for December 2021. We're coming in under the wire with this one, you guys. It's the very end of December, the last Awesome Overflow for the entire year. I am thrilled to be joined this month by my sister and sort of awesome regular Emily Harris.
1: Hola. Hi. Hi. It's so good to be back. I'm great.
0: We just got to see each other. Over the holidays, yes, we did. It was a very much a treat. It was. We, I think we, I think overall, we could say we had a pretty good Christmas this year. We did, absolutely nice and low key, low mm-hmm. drama. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Emily hasn't been on the overflow for a little while, so I thought this was the perfect month for us to get together and catch up on some of the things. Plus. As is our tradition, the last episode of regular sort of awesome will be Kelly and Rebecca and I sharing some of our thoughts on what we've learned this year, as well as our favorites from the year when it comes to watching, reading, and listening. So I asked Emily to kind of think about what some of her favorites from the year were, but Emily, before we dive into year end stuff, let's. I, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but let's think ahead to next year because 2022 is going to bring a big event in your life, as we have talked about. You are getting married in yes. June.
1: Hey, how's yes. wedding planning going? It's going well, it's truck and ride right along. We have all of our major vendors booked. Um, we have our honeymoon book, we got um, engagement pictures. Wait, yes. you okay.
0: you may not just <laughs> skip past the honeymoon like it's no big deal. Can you, are you at liberty to share with these superstars yeah, the honeymoon I mean, plan?
1: This is all a big knock on wood. If COVID can cooperate, <laughs> COVID can behave its damn if self. If COVID can behave itself, then we are going to Greece, Greece honeymoon, for yeah. like
0: a long trip too. Yeah, right? it's gonna be, it's gonna be almost two weeks. Oh my gosh, yeah. I am sick with jealousy, but in the
1: most loving way possible. Yes, I'm very so excited. excited. We're so excited. So the first part of our trip will be in Santorini, which is one of the islands, uh, one of the Greek mm. islands. And then we'll come back um, and spend like three-ish days in Athens and yeah. um, then head on home. So yes. yeah, we're, we're
0: excited. Very good. So good to have that yeah. booked. Let's all collectively, for many reasons, not just Emily <laughs> and Matt's honeymoon, for all of the reasons, let's just kind of like try to... I don't know, cast all the spells, use all of the awesome right. magic. Let's get this COVID business wrapped up yes. in the books out of here so that yes. we can enjoy life once again. Okay, right. so Honey Wings booked. And then what did, oh yeah, the engagement pictures. Engagement pictures. You shared some those, of those online. Yes. They're, they turned out so
1: great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Maybe we'll drop a couple. Um, yeah. For sort an of awesome hangout. I think they turned out really good. I When we got there, I had thought that like, it was going to be more, there was going to be more fall foliage than there was. But I'm telling you, our photographer is so incredibly talented. Like she just like took it and went with it because, you know, she did oh. it at dusk. Yes. and You did them here that, in Oklahoma City. Yeah, we did. We did them at Lake Hefner in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. And it they just turned out so great. I am so, so happy with the way they turned out. So. I loved them. She
0: is obviously very talented and really draws yeah. people's personality and really captures like the essence of the relationship, I feel like. So yeah, the engagement pictures were gorgeous. I can't wait to see what she does with the wedding photos. I know, for real. Yes. So fun. Yes, yes. So um, as most of the superstars know, this isn't your first wedding. You got married um, in your twenties for the first time um, yes. a year ago. The long, 20 years
1: um, it, in next year in yep. 2022, it will have been 20 years. So. Yes.
0: <laughs> yep. Yes. So I know I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't tell you I was going to talk about this, but what are some like the biggest differences between planning a wedding in your twenties, fresh from, fresh from college, and now you're in your mid forties, you're fully grown adult, professional adult. What are some of the yeah. biggest differences?
1: I would say technology. Oh is yeah. probably Yeah like one of the biggest differences like I remember when I got married back in 2002 Mm -hmm. I literally sent um, like updates for my bridal party in the mail like on paper (laughs) yep printed out on paper to an address
0: stamped envelopes yeah I know
1: And now like I introduced um, everybody on my side of the bridal party over text yes and we have a wedding website and we have a like a wedding registry on the, on the website and like everything is, yeah, I say, I would say that technology is a big part of the difference, but also like there's things that I cared about at my first wedding sure, that I do not give a crap about now. Yes, totally. We're probably not going to have programs for our wedding. Like I just don't care. There's just some things that I just literally do not care about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. It's like, yep. I mean, we're in the final countdown. Six I know. months. My dress is coming in February. Good. So I'll, I'll start getting that altered and, um, Yeah, I have some plans to take some time off in the spring to come up to Oklahoma and work, you know, with my wedding planner and stuff. So, yeah, I think we might have talked about this, but in
0: case there's any new superstars, um, Emily and Matt are getting married in Oklahoma City, even though they live in Dallas, because Mm -hmm. um, it was really important to everyone that my parents could be there. And my mom is very, very, very physically uh, disabled. And so for her to make the trip outside of Oklahoma City would not have worked. Right. So Emily and Matt have been planning all of this remote. And by Emily and Matt, of course, I mean, Emily's been planning (laughs) all this remote. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're so excited. It's going to be so great. Uh, I'm very excited. Great.
1: Okay. Oh, go ahead. That brings me to my next point. Um, I don't know if you have a word for the year, but my word for the year is Enjoy. Good. Yes. Because it's just like such a big year for us, so yes. I'm just going to enjoy it.
0: That is such a good word. I do have a word for the year. Okay. It's also an E word. My word is expansion. Oh. This is one of those things, like I've always just allowed a space for the word to come to me sort of mystically, you know? Okay. Okay. And um, that word came to me a couple of weeks ago and I was like, yep, that feels right for 2022. I don't know what that's going to look like. I will tell you one thing though. And again, I know we were like, let's, you know, kind of reflect back on 2021, but we keep talking about things in the future. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I'm looking forward to expanding and I'm extremely excited about is my reading plan. For 2022, okay, I have been obsessing, in a good way, in a healthy and okay. fun way, okay, over um, creating my own reading journal. It's like a bullet style reading journal for 2022. I've been watching all these YouTube videos on it. Um, I'm super excited. I have some goals for myself that I'm going to track mm-hmm. in my reading planner that I'm creating for myself. And you know, there's obviously many, many many pre-made, pre-thought-out reading planners and reading trackers that you can buy um, in the market. So many of them. And I looked at a lot of them and I got some great ideas from them, but I just didn't find one that really kind of captured all of the things I wanted to do. Right. So some of the things I'm looking forward to tracking is for the first time in a very long time, I'm going to set some reading goals for myself. Like I'm planning to read four books a month. That is a lot. Well, it's one a week. That is so much. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this much. I will tell you this much. Okay. A couple of things about that. Number one, I do a lot, a lot, a lot of my reading via audiobook, And I talk about this on the show all the time.
1: Okay. That's right. That's right.
0: And... So I can do other things as I'm reading. So I can do it as I'm taking kids, you know, for drop-offs or, you know, doing dishes or blah, blah. Um, It makes it a lot easier if I have an earbud in and I'm just reading through a book as I go. Right. That's huge. Um, Number two, I think this is going to be a game changer. I've started doing this already. Okay. I made a rule for myself that I cannot get on TikTok for the day. Until I've done my reading for the day.
1: Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> is a really that's a really big goal. <laughs> I, I don't know even, that I could do that for myself. Well, I've already been doing it. And okay. it's working
0: out great. Um, TikTok is so fun, and I've actually I get a lot of reading recommendations from there. I right. love it so much, but it's one of those AJ and I actually had a really great conversation about this last night because she spends a lot of time on Mm -hmm. TikTok Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how she didn't want to spend so much time and she wanted to, you know, actually do some fun stuff next year. And we, we were talking about it and we both kind of came to the conclusion as we talked that TikTok is so fun, but it's strangely energy draining in a way. Do you find that it is? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, absolutely. It is. There's stuff. I think they they do that on purpose. Well, I know they do. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. There's the time sink of it all. So you you realize like time to me, time goes by so fast when I'm yes, you know scrolling yes. through TikTok. But also when even if I set a timer for myself, like okay, 10 minutes of TikTok, that's it, 15 minutes, whatever. I'll just when I'm done, I'm just like, I'm just like worn out. I know. Yeah. Do you,
1: do you yep. think it like? I think it's information overload because yes. every TikTok is about something different. Mm. I think it's information overload. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And so I
0: determined for myself, no TikToking until you've done your bare minimum of reading for the day. So I decided for myself that I'm going to try... Um, And I've done this on and off. So, and I know that this can work if you make a commitment to it. I'm going to try Laura Tremaine's advice 20 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. set a timer 20 minutes. Do it. Um, As you know, having recently been in Oklahoma City, Nico wakes up at the most ungodly hours. (laughs) It's it's the middle of the night for a lot of people (laughs) between four and five. It's
1: morning for him. (laughs)
0: It's morning. It's morning. And it like, once he's awake, that's it. Like yep. turbo yep. jets. There's no like, oh, let's lay around and cuddle or anything. No, he immediately is like dumping let's the dog play. food into the water dish and <laughs> like, oh, I found scissors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, you have to, you, you got to just go, go, go. Once he wakes up, right. that leaves a lot of time in the morning before we leave the house. Hmm. And so, again, I can put in my earbud while I'm making him breakfast and kind of getting the kitchen ready for the day. 20 minutes. I can do 20 minutes, whether it's sitting with a book yeah. and reading or listening. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I forgot that, like, a lot of people um, count audiobooks as reading. Like, that totally counts. I, I, wouldn't I, it? I, I don't know. I don't I'm know why. Kidding. No, yeah. Like, I totally believe that. I just... I think maybe at one time I felt like that was cheating and not okay. really reading. Have you and Kyle but, been
0: conspiring behind the scenes <laughs> to make me irate and furious about this? <laughs> he also consis- considers it to be cheating reading. That's it's not cheating. <laughs> you are still experiencing the book. Your brain still processes That's it. The That's same way. so true.
1: It's still a story.
0: And I do think that this is why... And I and I I know that the year end episode hasn't come out yet, but we've already Kelly and Rebecca and I already had the conversation. Um, when it comes to my favorite listens for the year, like I do, still have my podcasts that are my like my my go tos, my must listens every week when they come out. If I find a really compelling new series, I'll still listen to it. But I'm just not listening to as many podcasts now, and I do think it's because mm-hmm. I am just. Re- listening to slash reading so many more books
1: yeah and I think that's what probably one of my um, my main issues is that like and I want to talk about like how I can read more but I also like don't I don't want to take away time from all oh, my podcast listening mm-hmm. like I don't want to on my commute to work in the morning I don't want to replace my podcast listening with a book with an audiobook. Okay. like.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you don't you know? want to do that, then it would not work for you to be like, right. hey, I'm going to start using my commute to listen to books. If you don't, right. if like the inspiration, like the inward inspiration to do that isn't there, then that's not a workable plan for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you think that there are, do you like, and here's another thing, some people just don't like to listen to things, whether it's podcasts or audiobooks. Oh, no.
1: I like, love to. Okay. I love to. I have an Audible subscription, I let the credits go. <laughs> And oh my expired. gosh, give me some. I and, need them. I, every single month, I'm like, I need some more credits. <laughs> I just... Okay, so here's my thing. I have a problem with reading during school year. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, of course. I'm yes. just so busy. Like, Yeah. I have tried to, like when the semester this past semester started, I tried to do the, like the whole reading at night for a couple of minutes and I would oh, just fell asleep.
0: Yes. I cannot read at night. Yeah. I can. yeah. cannot even read on my phone at night. I can't even read right. a Reddit thread at night right. and I'm asleep. So yes, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I just the, need some ideas
1: for like, yeah. I don't know. In court, Cause I love, I love reading and in yes. the summer I will easily read Five or six books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I just it's so hard during the school year too, and that's find understandable. Time.
0: Yes, yeah. When I was teaching, and of course I was teaching English, so I felt like all I uh-huh. was doing was reading and writing, but not for my yeah. own self.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's really
0: hard, and just carving out when your days are already so packed. Right. Carving out, but here's the thing, like. I was gonna say carving out 20 minutes of time might feel like a lot, but maybe you can even just be like, I'm gonna start with 10 minutes in the morning. <laughs> and <laughs> if you find a really compelling book, you might be like, Well, now I'm gonna turn that into 20 minutes or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because again, AJ and I were talking about this and she was like, Why are you so like big into reading right now? Cause we were I was telling her like all my plans are uh-huh, my reading uh-huh. journal. And um I, I was actually inspired by a thread in the Hangout group, and this has been months ago, possibly even last year. I cannot remember when this happened. Okay. Okay. But somebody had asked, like, if you're a grown adult, how do you, like, have a new hobby? How do you even decide, like, oh, I want to do something with my free time? Uh-huh. Since most adults don't have very much free time for various, you know, adulting reasons. Yeah. Um. Like, how do you decide what you're even going to do instead of just, you know scrolling TikTok for right. a couple of hours. Right. And somebody gave the advice in that thread to think about what you were really into and got excited about when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, well, I've always loved reading and I always had a book or two going at all mm-hmm. the time when I was mm-hmm. a kid and just my enthusiasm and even just like allowing myself to say, yeah, I, I want to find that like inner bookworm that right has, right i've been so distracted from i have read in the last couple of weeks of december i've read 3 books already oh my and gosh. that's amazing it's just it's the combination of audio and just being like no i'm i'm not going to let myself get onto get into time waste remote for me it's tiktok for other people it might be instagram you know yeah. it could be just like reading news headlines whatever right i just made a little rule for myself
1: do that's awesome.
0: First. So that's been that's helping great. me a lot. That was really good. So anyway, like I said, my first reading goal is going to be four books a month. My rule for myself on that is they each have to be from a different genre because that's the other thing too. I do tend to get into a, not really a rut, but I just, just a style. Yeah. And I want to, yeah. I went again, my year, my word for the year is expansion. I really want to expand what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And so two of those books I, um, or I'm sorry. Um, one of them I want to come from one of the categories for the there's a website called Book Riot, and every year they do a read harder challenge. Okay. I think I've talked about it on sort of awesome years ago. And they are very, very intentional about like thinking of categories that are um maybe f- categories of books that you wouldn't normally read. Let me pull up the one for 2022 and I'll give you some examples. Okay. So they have 24. I won't read all of them to you guys because that would be mm-hmm. very boring. I'll leave a link in the show notes, though, if you want to check it out. But it'll be like, read a book in any genre by a person of color that's about joy and not trauma. Um, let's see. Read a romance where at least one of the protagonists is over 40. Um, read a political thriller by a marginalized author, a BIPOC author or LGBTQIA+. Um And then some of them are more like they wouldn't be that much of a stretch. Like, read a book whose movie or TV adaptation you've seen but haven't read the book. Mm -hmm. So, stuff like that. Read an award winning book from the year you were born. Read a queer retelling of a classic of the canon, fairy tale, folklore, or myth. So, you know, it's like a mix of things that might push you outside of your comfort zone, but also some that you're like, oh, I can totally do that. So, right. Well, it gives you enough freedom to pick. Now, some people, like to do the Read Harder Challenge, there's 24 categories. So some people like have that as one of their reading goals to do all 24 categories in the year. Mm -hmm. For myself, I know that I would feel too boxed in and I would have like this weird rebellious spirit about it and be like, no, you
1: can't tell me what to do.
0: (laughs) So I was like, okay, one book a month should come from that list for me. Yes, And so it's going to kind of push me and get me to read some more, um, you know, some more publications that I wouldn't normally read. Right. So anyway, I'm very excited about that.
1: Um, so, I'm, is your New Year's like is your New Year's resolution? Do you st- first of all do you still do New Year's resolutions? Not really, because it sounds like your New Year's resolution is to read more. Well, I mean, again,
0: this is just sort of like under the big umbrella of the idea of expansion. Of expansion. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. But I'm just like really trying to follow my innate interior inward energy that I have mm-hmm. about reading right now, and just okay. go with yeah. it, and not try to oh, like. Good um, not try to say, okay, that's fine, but let's also do these things. I have found right. as I get older, like if I can put my energy into like one bucket mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that will work out better than for me than trying to do all of these different things. Right. So right.
1: I don't know. Do you do new year's resolutions? Uh, not really. No. Um, yeah. I will say that this year, um, even though my word is enjoy I would say that professionally yeah. I'm going to say no more <laughs> good and that will help you ultimately to enjoy exactly. Your life more. exactly yes, yes as a totally. reminder again
0: if you're a new superstar um, or if you haven't heard that many of Emily's episodes on sort of awesome she is a middle school art teacher yes been doing this for how many years 19. 19 years. Yeah. And you're a department head. You have a lot of responsibilities on campus. Right. So I'm sure you get asked to do a lot yes. of things. Right. Yes. Absolutely. I like the resolution of saying no more. Right. I think that can honestly be the key
1: to right. enjoying things more. Well, you know, like the last time that you and I did a superstar episode We were talking about how busy I was Mm -hmm. and how, you know, like your hope for me was that my semester would get like a little bit more calm and it didn't. And like last semester was like, and I think that if you ask any teacher this, they will agree. Like this school year has been so much harder than last school year in so many ways. And I know it sounds crazy Mm -hmm. um, because we have just different COVID protocols, but just emotionally social emotionally the kids are just so yeah just off mm-hmm. and so that um in addition to some of the pressures that we're getting from admin and for sure yes board and just everybody it's just like too much it's too much on the teachers and so like my mantra now is I am not going to do whatever it takes for these kids at the expense of my own mental health. Right. Like I'm just not going to do it anymore. And if that means saying no more then that means saying no more. So, yeah, Yeah.
0: I think that is definitely one of the gifts of this whole pandemic era Uh is that so many people are like learning about boundaries and really putting them into place you know, because we've come to the end of our reserves that like we had in our reserve tanks right, where we could just kind of draw from our reserves when we got run down. But the collective stress level that we've been under for almost two years, I think some people are like, "I, well, I reached my make or break moment and I'm going to break if I don't make some boundaries. So absolutely. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about some of your favorites as you reflect back on 2021. Okay. some of your favorite things that stand out? Either, like I said, we like to do a little pop culture review with Watch, Read, Listen. You could talk about that. Or if you just like, you know, I discovered this this year. I loved it so much. Or I used it all the time. What were some of your faves?
1: So like I told you earlier, I love to read during the summer. And so this past summer, I read a book. Now, this book is not for everybody. Um, but it's really about a story about um a woman's faith journey really okay okay, when it gets down to it so um probably not very many of our listeners know know who uh dennis Rader is he he was a serial killer he was based out of wichita Kansas. which we have connections to we have relatives that live there our mom went to school there mm-hmm. um at wichita is it wichita state yep mm-hmm. yes wichita state college so you know university. we. okay which i'm sorry yes I just wichita.
0: The, the wsu people will be like excuse me
1: <laughs> yes wichita <laughs> state university and so you know we have connections to that town so anyways long story short he ended up being the btk killer well um, not going into any of, you know, like what all happened, his daughter, Carrie Rawson, wrote a book. And the name of the book is A Serial Killer's Daughter, My Story of Faith, Love, and Overcoming. Wow. And let me tell you, this book is not for everybody. Yeah. But I think the probably the main message of this book is that, like, you know, it's just about her faith and yeah. about how that faith got her through literally the worst Gosh, you know, moments in her life. An absolute living nightmare. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and this normal life that she had on the inside, just totally and absolutely normal to like her, like soon after she graduated from college and she and her um, new husband were living alone and her, just her world came ca- crashing down. So, you know, it's like I said, it's not for everybody, but man, it is such a good book. It's so like, it's just, it's heartwarming, and I know that sounds really crazy because of the circumstances, um, you know about it. But it's just really, it's really good.
0: Okay, and it's called A Serial Killer's Daughter. Yes, and, it's, and her name's Carrie Rossman. Is that what you Carrie said? Carrie Rosson. Rosson. Okay. Yes, Carrie I'll put Rosson. The link in the show notes for that. Um, you and okay. I both really enjoy true crime, as we've talked yes. about many times on this show. I don't know a lot about the BTK, BTK killer, um, huh. but I do you seem to recall that he was living a double life as yes. a serial killer, but he was also like yeah. a family man and like, I feel like totally maybe like a deacon in their church. Yes, he was. Stuff. He was like okay.
1: a president of their church something. He was like on the board or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Any other favorites from the year that stood out to you?
1: Okay. So, you know, Matt and I have two pets. Mm-hmm. We have two dogs. True and peppers. While our dogs are mostly potty trained, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not potty trained all the way. Not all the time. Yeah. So I was actually, so this, uh, this is like literally my awesome of the year. I swear it is called a Hoover smart wash and automatic carpet cleaner. Mm, nice. Now I found this. <laughs> Funny enough, I found this on like one of those bud- BuzzFeed lists <gasps> about like love cleaning your home.
0: Cleaning lists. Yes. Those yes. are like crack cocaine to me. I'm like, oh, are- what
1: products oh do I not know about? Thank you, BuzzFeed. I know. I have so many things that yeah. I got from the BuzzFeed recommendations. So now this thing is expensive. It is not pricey, but I will tell you that right now, as of this recording, it's like um, $70 off. Yeah. It's like $70 off on the Hoover website. Okay. Um, But I'm telling you this thing. So Zod, our great Dane, he he has diarrhea a lot. I'm oh just going to no. go, go ahead and oh say it. Oh, man. diarrhea have, is the worst. It's diarrhea. so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And we have carpet yes. in over half of our apartment. Oof. And like this thing has paid for itself in one use wow okay it, you like he has had there was a time when we first moved in together that zod had diarrhea every weekend and it was always on the weekend and it was always really early in the morning so like of matt course. and i were literally up at like 4 30 in the morning cleaning up dog no. diarrhea and this thing i think this hoover smart wash has saved our relationship because you know how <laughs> i am yes. about clean carpet and clean home. oh yes and all of that. And all you have to do, it's so easy. There's no trigger on it. Like, okay, you know, when you think of like a traditional steam cleaner, like you have a trigger yeah. and then you push it and pull. So this is really easy. All you have to do is just turn it on and you pu- as you push the cleaner, it cleans. And then as you pull back, it dries. Oh, that's freaking and then, easy. I know. It's so easy. And then there's a button that you can push down where it's all dry. So now no matter if you push or pull, it's all drying it. Nice. And I'm telling you, Megan, there are so many spots on the floor where we had some messes and you cannot even tell. It looks like we just moved into our apartment. Oh, that's so great. It is amazing. Like I said, it's pricey. It's an investment piece. But man, I tell you, if you have kids and animals... It is yep. my awesome of the year, isn't it? Like so, like me to have a cleaning this product is, that is an is, awesome of the year. <laughs> this is Peak Emily.
0: I think we've talked about this on the show when we were in college and living in the same dorm, the Kaimaka section of the dorms. I'd come to a room on the weekend and be like, "What are you doing?" I'm cleaning, and you would I'm like cleaning. say it with glee, and it smelled yes. like Windex in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Emily's cleaning again. You could smell the Windex coming down yeah. the hall. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well good i'm so glad you found it and it's been such a make like a change maker yes. game changer i was like yes these words are not coming together the right way <laughs> game changer for game
1: you. changer absolutely love it love it yeah all right uh what other favorites well uh so it wouldn't be a good show unless i give a, a good beauty product recommendation, for right?
0: sure right yes yes yes
1: yes so probably another favorite product of the year a favorite beauty product product of the year is this bumble and bumble hairdressers Invis- invisible oil heat and uv protector primer that is really that's wrong. a freaking mouthful it is okay so it's a spray mm-hmm. it's an after hour spray after hour spray and mm-hmm. And I was, I think I got it in like a sample and I was a little hesitant to use it because it has the word oil in it. For sure. And people with fine hair do not need any oil in their hair, but I used it and I loved it. And so I got a full size of it. Now it is a little pricey, but I'm telling you, I use like three sprays for my whole hair every day. So a little, little, little bit goes a long way, right? Um, But it's amazing. It softens your hair. It makes my hair so soft, whether I wear it curly, straight, in curls, or whatever. It does not weigh my hair down, which, you know, I have super fine hair. Yeah. Um, So, like, I'm really hesitant to use any leave-in treatment because Mm. my hair is so fine. Um, But I'm telling you, it is just, like, such a miracle product. Love it. So good. And it keeps my color lasting long, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. So
0: yes when you were here in town i noticed that your hair is looking really good these days and i think you said this is like the longest you've had it in a long time a long time like Like years probably a decade yeah yes yeah and a big part of that is keeping it healthy where you want it to be long so yeah good 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 yes all right anything else come to mind Um, no, that's about it. What about you? Well, I've already shared all my stuff. I feel like I'm like, people are like, okay, we're sick of hearing about (laughs) between (laughs) Katie Proctor and I doing our year-end books. And then, like I said, this group show that's going to be out on the 31st, which that's Mm -hmm. so fun that the last day of the year is on a Friday. So it is. Yeah. Every year for that show, I pick an awesome of the year from our awesomes of the week that we shared. I have over 50 of them to choose from every year. Right, I'm always like, right. Where do I even start? That's not <laughs> fair. I should be able to choose
1: three. I feel like. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Well, one thing that did not make it on my awesome of the year list because we just watched it uh-huh. and I'm like so mad that we already recorded our year in show. Cause this absolutely would have been on it. Uh-huh. We, the kids and I watched Disney's newest animated film in Kanto. Yes. Oh my gosh, have you seen this?
1: No. So Matt tried to watch it last night at like 9:30. And I was like, baby, I am not gonna be awake for that. Oh so let's watch it. We're gonna watch it tonight, though. It is so
0: good. I it love it so much. Good. I was, I didn't, I went into it not knowing anything about okay. it. The kids yeah. were like, let's watch Encanto. And I was like, all right. I literally I didn't know the setting, I didn't know the plot line, anything. I will have to say that I am loving. This I'm calling it the frozen era of Disney animation. I feel mm-hmm. like starting with Frozen, because I think the last Disney animation before Frozen, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure Disney people will be happy to correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Tangled, which is of course okay. the, the retelling of the Rapunzel tale, which has um a traditional like uh sort of like prince and or princess right. and falling in love and right. There's a villain, a very traditional Disney story, which yeah. I love Tangled. I think it's a darling, darling movie. Um, but starting with the Frozen era, Disney has been giving us so many films, animated films, that explore things like family relationships, that explore self-empowerment, self-discovery, Um just so many great themes that are so universal above the traditional romance mm-hmm. that they had been known for. Encanto is Disney's 60th animated film. Oh, wow. And so they, I mean, oh my gosh, I love it so much. So it takes place in Colombia. It tells the story of the Madrigal family, Madrigal family. All of them have been. Well, starting with their abuela, Leather grandmother, um, and her three children, she had triplets, and then their children um, have been given this miracle where they each are gifted with a gift. Mm-hmm. And so, one, our, our protagonist, our main character, Mirabelle, didn't get a gift. And so that's sort of the opening tension of the movie. Then the magic starts to fall apart, and it's up to Mirabelle. She's the only one that can see that the magic is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Like, you can't even do justice to the plot with words. But and also the songs are written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. And so the music is absolutely enchanting. It's so great. Um Mel Miranda and the writers of the um, of like the storyline and other people in the production actually went to Colombia to like be immersed in the culture wow, to make sure that they awesome. were you know like really honoring Colombian culture and making it really specific to Colombian sort of this instead of like a just like a broad sweeping stroke of like oh this takes place in Latin America like right. really um, emphasizing the fact that Colombian culture is unique in and of itself just as every right. country and culture has its own unique things yeah. Um it's just so good. The kids and I watched it. All of us except for one of my children were sobbing at one point like you could Aww. hear the sniffles and the Even the boys? Even the choice. Oh. <laughs> John Kyle is like <laughs> so sensitive. Well, like he'll cry over YouTube videos sometimes. Oh. I'll come in and he'll be watching something and like a little tear <laughs> coming down the face. He's so sensitive. Oh. Um, oh my gosh, it's so good. The soundtrack is amazing. We've all just been singing and listening to the soundtrack.
1: Wow. It is by far
0: my favorite film of the Yay. year, hands down. Probably I'm gonna say top three. And Disney's didn't it just? Yeah, it just came out like at Thanksgiving, I guess. Oh, at Thanksgiving. Yeah, it came to theaters, I think, around Thanksgiving. But I think the reason so many people are watching it now is now it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. Okay, gotcha. And so if you didn't see it in theaters, and it is still in theaters, Stacey and some of her friends are going to see it in the theater tonight. Okay. But- if you missed it in theaters and you have Disney plus, you yes. can just watch it there. Yes. I for one was glad we watched it at home because I would have been like makeup running down <laughs> my face, walling in the theater, which it wouldn't be the first or even second right. or third right. time in my life. I've done that. But you know, if you can watch it at home and I'm, it's not like a sad movie, it's just so touching and powerful. Right. And oh, I can't wait to hear your thoughts when you guys watch it. Yay.
1: For Yay. sure, I'm for excited.
0: Sure. Um, let's see what else were we gonna talk about? I can't remember now. Um, I don't know. Okay, well, I think we covered, we did definitely talk about your wedding planning updates yeah. and things that you loved from the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had and still have in our house so much food from the holidays. So mm-hmm. <laughs> between you know, having family in town and preparing food for that, and plus just like You know, got all these kids and they constantly want to eat something. (laughs) They need to eat food. Yes. They're constantly like, what can we eat? I will tell you, I've been hitting up Trader Joe's more than usual for Uh sure. Yeah. One of the favorite, favorite things that everybody in this family loves from Trader Joe's is their frozen hash browns, which
1: you had some of while you were here. Oh my gosh. They're so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. How can something as simple as a hash brown be so good? I don't know, but oh my gosh. When... Um, so when we, when Matt and I got to your house, yeah. uh, Nico had one in his hand and he gave me a <laughs> little bite of it. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me a little bite of it. And I was like, did Megan take him to McDonald's because they tasted <laughs> like, they tasted like a fast food hash, brown, which I love yes. McDonald's yes. hash browns. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I had no idea they were Trader Joe's. Now we're going to get some.
0: Yes. I like to throw them. I like to put a little olive oil in the skillet and then throw them in the skillet Mm -hmm. and get them nice and crisped up. We do them for breakfast. Sometimes the kids will eat them for lunch. Daisy and AJ, Mm -hmm. of course, can heat them up themselves. Yeah. And so they constantly are eating them. Kyle loves them for lunch. Like he doesn't eat breakfast really, but he'll cook up some hash browns and then some eggs to go on top for a quick lunch. Mm Mm-hmm. We go through so many of those, Mm. so many of them. In fact, yesterday, no, maybe it was the day before yesterday, we were down to like the last two in the package and Daisy was like, I mean, is this like this, there's no more hash browns after this? And I was like, well, (laughs) I mean, in our house there isn't, but
1: there's hundreds more at the store. So she was getting really worried. (laughs) She was having some real anxiety over the hash browns. Well, because there's there's seven people in the home. So it's like, who gets the last two? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um, Speaking of AJ, a couple
0: of her very favorite snacks from Trader Joe's, that child loves dried seaweed, also known as nori. Um, If you're like making sushi, she actually asked for, for one of her Christmas presents, Uh nori. (laughs) So I got her, went to the Asian supermarket and got her some of that. But she also loves from Trader Joe's. They come in a six pack. These little packets of dried seaweed. It's more like snack. It's like you dried and salted, and it's like a little bag of chips,
1: except it's yeah. seaweed. We've we've actually gotten those before. Uh, when Matt and I do keto, uh, yeah, snack on on yeah. those little uh dried seaweed snacks. Yeah.
0: Yes, she also love love loves the soft and juicy mango slices from there. Oh, okay. Um, which those are good, but they're so sweet to me. Like I can only do one. They are just like are so sweet they make my teeth hurt. But she oh, loves yeah. them. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, this time I also picked up their mango ginger chutney. Okay. Which um, chutney is kind of it's um, it's an Indian food, and of course other. Cultures do a similar thing. It's kind of like a similar to like a marmalade in that it's got chunkiness to it. Okay, that um, also it's spreadable like a like a preserves. Okay, and their mango ginger one is so good. And I had picked up at Sam's a carton of um, non bites. And we've been dipping the naan bites into that chutney. It is mm. so delicious. I've heard so Yummy. many great things about Trader Joe's naan as well. I don't think I've ever tried it. So I'm going to be something really to look into. Yeah. I think if there's any others that stood out. Um, the thing is like, I, I I learned this lesson so many times, and then I forget, and then I am so mad at myself that I forgot this. If you see something when you're in Trader Joe's, and you're like, "Oh, that looks good or interesting," you should get it then. You absolutely should get it. Who knows if it'll be there the next time you're there? Yep. Case yep. in point: earlier in the month, I picked up a um, a tin of caramel coffee cashews. Uh huh. They were in their like nuts section. Oh my gosh, Emily, those were so freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. So good. They were gone in no time in our house. And I was like, oh, that's okay. I'll just pick up a tin the next time I'm in the store. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, they're gone. So of course. anyway, if you are in Trader Joe's and you're like, oh, interesting, maybe I should try it. Do it. Trust your oh, instinct. Yeah. Just
1: try it. Well, this, case in point, after you did the taste test with the boys yes. over Trader Joe's Trader Joe's snacks, Matt and I looked for, um, those, um, like street corn Frito chips. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. The elote. The elote uh, Frito chips. We looked yeah. for them every week when we went and finally, mm. it was like a month later before they had them back in stock. Yes. And so we got two of them and we probably should have gotten more because those things are so good. So addictive. That's Kyle's very favorite thing, hands down, from
0: yeah. He loves yeah. them so much. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, superstars, as always, thank you all so much for helping make sort of awesome possible. All of these years, your, your support, your ongoing support means so much to us um, for everything that you have done to help us continue to spread the awesome in the world in 2021. We are so grateful and looking forward to all kinds of great stuff in 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Emily, thank you for sitting down with me and taking the time here at the very end of the year to talk to your favorites. This has been so fun. Yes, it has superstars. We can't wait to hear what has been awesome in your life. And also like if you have a word of the year or if you have um, resolutions you want to share about, let's have a great conversation about that too. I would love that. So you guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time.